little mom and pop shops you know that's that's kind there's, of food I there's there's not a lot of mom and pop sandwich shops in town anymore i mean i have a couple i'll have to give you uh, uh my short list of ones that are mom and pop owned but yeah anymore pretty much all the sandwich shops are corporate wow Ugh. it's it's it, it, subway has just dominated the city that's because it's so cheap to yeah. buy in and it's cheap food yeah yep and it's pre-sliced because uh chris <laughs> and i were just talking earlier about the fact that they're like Quiznos. There's no more of them except for like at the airport. I have to laugh at that too because uh, I saw one time when I went into Subway, they had added a, a toaster. And I was just like, <sighs> you just, Subway, I know, I know people in surveys are telling you you need to compete with the other places, but the whole thing that made you viable was quick and dirty and simple. Yeah. And they, there's nothing wrong with toasting your Italian sub. What I used to do when I, when I went to Subway, when it was the only choice, and I didn't have a pot to piss in or window to throw it out of, was you get the Italian cold cut thing, you know, the salami and whatever the shit they got. But then you put like uh, some peppers and onions on it, and you have them toast it, and then you put yep. the cold stuff on. Yeah. Well, I worked at Subway before we did toasting because there was no Quiznos, and so assholes weren't like toast the sub, would you please? Of course, I also worked in a place where they put butter on their roast beef. What? Oh, God. Ugh. Gross. Roast beef and butter. Apparently a uh, East Pennsylvania classic. Gross. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big roast beef fan to begin with. Oh, I, I love roast beef, but eh, not butter. Yeah, not roast beef. Never me. I, I didn't have the, the flavor, that the strong flavor of like a Black Forest ham mm, or like yeah. a smoked turkey. Not regular turkey, smoked turkey. Well, well, I mean, you know, when you talk about mom and pop shops like we were earlier, uh, Cugino's Deli oh, is still Cugino's. they they still do all of the the sandwiches right there in shop, fresh to order. It's really oh, nice, but, and I believe they were using Boar's Head if I remember correctly. Really? So yeah, so it's all hmm. good quality stuff. Well, Boar's Head doesn't have like the Gabagool. Yeah. Well, I that that's probably one of their own specialty order ones because you know they get all of the. The nice Italian meats. Oh, you want the good Italian meats? Go across the across the way to Siena Deli. Mm, okay, across yeah. the way. Across the way. Okay, across the strip and what the, the fuck? Way the hell out. There. I'm not going. O- I had to go there for my ophthalmologist the other day, and I did it under protest. <laughs> well, Welcome, I'll... folks, to Sandwich Shock. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm kidding. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number six ninety one. I am eighties Jeff. Commander K and Vlarg. Wow. And we're here to talk to you about Week and Geek. Big steal on that end. Deb yeah, is uh, away. You Somewhere Deb's rage is, is burning and she doesn't even know why. Yeah. But she <laughs> suspects it's Barry is the reason. Oh, why. no. I'm going to text her right now and say, I just stole your fucking hand credit. <laughs> I stole so, your uh, un- Unfortunately, uh, Deb is out of town for work. Torgo has to work. So you just get the three of us today. And uh, who knows what will happen, because when Tor goes away, the kids will play. I'm barely here. They have to call me and go, hey, dude, are you coming or what? Yeah, really? When, De- yes. when, when uh, <laughs> Deb's not here, I don't know how to live anymore. He rarely knows what day it is when she is in here, let alone what hour it is. Uh, when he, when they were staying with me and she was out of town, he'd forget 
that it was time to go to bed sometimes. He'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, don't you have to work in the morning? Yeah, why? It's like, because it's midnight? Oh, shit, I got to be up at 7. <laughs> yeah, that's my life. And then an hour later, yeah, fuck, I better go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'd like, yeah. I like, I was getting off work today. And by getting off work, I mean just like wandering around the house expecting to hear right. like, hey, what's for dinner? Or, hey, we got to do this thing. I don't hear anything. So I barely remember to make myself dinner. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm, that's what that feeling is. I'm hungry. Ah. Wow. Yeah. And Bartimaeus wasn't wow. just like driving you up the fucking wall. Oh, no, that cat's a little asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I told him you were coming home soon. He didn't look thrilled. Because <laughs> he knows that I'm coming home, right? Whatever. <laughs> Barry will be home soon as he like goes row, 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 and stares at the door and then he's not the, waiting for me yeah I know and he's I'm waiting like for Deb. well I know because I'm an asshole so I'm like oh, don't worry Barry will be back soon and he just ignores me no he likes women yeah. better he he really only cares for the people that put food in his bowl and it's only up to the point where you put the food in the bowl and then he's like I'm done with you away <laughs> and then he eats backwards yeah. He, yeah, he he goes over the high side of yep. the bowl. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> he's weird. Yeah. He's a strange cat. Even for strange cat behavior, he's like I would strange. have a normal cat. Well, that's true. I mean, there's no such thing as a normal cat. Yeah, but there's, but there's levels. I remember my friend. <laughs> there's extreme weirdness. A friend of mine used to have this cat called Special Kitty. Oh no, <laughs> it was special. It only went to the right. Yeah. Oh no, it didn't know how to turn left. Maybe it was blind in one eye. Or no, something. it was just special. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if cats can get that, you know. But it had it. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Craziness. Only turn right. Well, I guess we should talk about what geeky things we did this week. Uh, let's start with you, Kirsten. Me? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, I see. I'm Jeff. I'm going to do things different. Why um, not? I don't know. Uh, let's see. What did I do this week? That's a darn good question. Wow, way to vamp. So you I didn't know. do much geeky this week, huh? I did not do much geeky. It's okay. Uh, we're going into print, so I actually uh, have been kind of busy with the jab, which is nice because it actually got me a few hours. Uh, but then again, things interrupted because I had a medical thing where my eye... Because uh, uh, last week, I thought I had pink eye. And Did Scott Bale give it to you? Yeah, really. That's but a Cartman joke <laughs> for people that remember season one of South Park. Season one? Yikes. Yeah. But uh, you're old. Yeah. But, um, that was 24 years ago. Yeah. This is before I moved to Vegas. I remember because yeah. I was just turning 21. Cartman, you got oh a giant God. satellite dish sticking out of your ass. No, I don't. <laughs> but... Uh, Monday, I get up, and after finishing the 11-day regimen of antibiotics, my eyes are still bothering me, and I get some halos in my left eye mm. and stuff. And So in the morning, I actually got a hold of my insurance and asked for a list of providers, and then I called an ophthalmologist at 820, described my symptoms, and they're like, you need to come in now, because a lot of my symptoms sounded like glaucoma. Yikes. And so I raced across town. Yeah, I went across the fucking strip. Should have went to see Anna Deli. Ugh. If you could find it, but they, see it. He said my eye was irritated. My left eye is actually very easily irritated. Well, quit mm. looking at yourself. Uh, well, 
I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, it get, fucks up my eyes and makes me nauseous. <laughs> but um, so I got steroids for my eyes. My eyes are going to have abs. You've got the steroids. Yeah. Um, are you better? Can you see? Yes. Good. Yeah. Within 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 the first use, it was like better. So oh, cool. so that's cool. So that helped. But that did cut in on the geeky time. Um, one thing I did because uh, I discovered it was on Tubi with a couple ads. It was really weird. Uh, I guess because I watch military stuff on YouTube. YouTube kept popping up things like a few good men. So I'd watch oh, this yeah. scene, I'd watch that scene, and then I was like, yeah, fuck, is it around anywhere? Can I stream it anywhere? And I found it on Tubi with ads, <clears throat> which was actually, mercifully, very not bad. Okay. Uh, they they chose appropriate edits. I mean, they weren't sharp, crisp edits, but right. they chose appropriate beats, and the ads were like 30 seconds. Mm. I was just like, this is not painful at all. Uh, but I watched A Few Good Men. It was the first time I'd watched it in a long, long time. And it was weird seeing everybody so young, uh, but actually actually just uh, appreciating the movie. <clears throat> then afterwards, I watched the guy on YouTube, Legal Legal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, an actual friend of his who used to be a JAG, right. uh, uh, watched the movie. And it was really funny because they're talking about all the stuff that wouldn't happen. But at the same time, they love the movie. They just love the movie so much, so it was it was actually really kind of uh, interesting to see them talk about it, review it, and and point out how you know the, the the way things worked and the way things wouldn't work, and do it with affection nonetheless. I mean, yeah. they, they loved it so much. They're literally they're doing uh, like little screen pop ups. <laughs> they're like mouthing the lines <laughs> while they're watching it. Those guys have seen it that many times. It was actually very funny. I've seen something so. similar to that. Uh, there was a guy that was a naval aviator, uh, an F-14 Tomcat, and he did a, a breakdown on... And he, apparently, he actually worked on the film. Um, he was one of the other... Uh, he was a Rio, so he sat in the back of the, the F-14, mm -hmm. but was one of the planes that they used in in Top Gun and he was talking about he's like alright so here's some some fact versus fiction and he breaks down like certain scenes he's like okay so this would never happen in real life mm -hmm. uh, you would be court martialed instantly or he'd be like I mean this potentially could happen but I've never ever heard of anything like this happening uh -huh. when, you know just going on and doing the <laughs> right, breakdown right. and stuff so I thought that was kind of cool especially for somebody that worked on the film right with uh, with the film producers so yeah, that, yeah, those things are those things are actually cool when uh, when they have the cooperation because the yeah. like Maverick. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're, yeah, you're just you're not going to get aerial footage like that without without the Navy pitching in. Yeah, but at the same time, the Navy is then going to pitch in on the script. So right, your trade offs are there. What else did I do? That's pretty much about it. Okay. Um, I've got a couple new anthologies on Kindle, and I've been reading them. I'll talk about them when I finish them up. And, yeah, that's uh, that's actually been kind of it. It's uh, It's been one of those weeks. So. And, of course, you know, tons of YouTube. I'm still watching, still keeping up on Ukraine. And uh, also uh, the Pacific War Kings and Generals channel. 
World War II. They actually, I haven't watched it yet, but they did their, they did their hour by hour D-Day. Oh, wow. Uh, bit on uh, the 6th. Well, that sounds interesting. Yes. It, it, I mean, they actually went and did a, uh, a separate channel. And then when D-Day was supposed to happen in the appropriate time zone, they actually started. And they just ran hour by hour talking about the initial stages of the invasion and stuff before they get into the uh, deep, deep cuts of, you know, everything that followed after. They, they, they re- it, it's really cool because they, God bless America, they really researched the hell of it and they get the most amazing details. So that kind of stuff is uh, cool. But then again, I've seen Saving Private Ryan, so I know all about D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so I'm looking forward to, to watching that. But it, dude, it's like, uh, it's like several hours. It's like, Christ, I got to devote an afternoon. Right. So that won't happen soon, <laughs> but eventually. And yeah, that's pretty much it there. I think maybe I've done other things, but God knows if I can remember them. Well, if you think of it later. I'll interrupt. Great. <laughs> Barry, what'd you do? I went to Houston. Houston? Houston. That's more Houston. geeky than me. I know. I did. No, Deb had a work thing, and so we figured, well, fuck it. Why not? Um, okay. It, it, it's weird. We apparently are like plutonium status with Marriott. Not because we stayed in a Marriott for two months straight, but my mother did because a car hit her house and she had to stay in a hotel and she stayed there for two months straight on insurance's dime. And so she gave those points to us, points or would stay, whatever it is, because she doesn't stay in hotels. So we instantly rocketed up to like superstar status or whatever, super shiny, whatever fuck. And so in order to get some more days, we had to stay in a Marriott. So we stayed in a Marriott and uh, while she had to do some work stuff and we got to see some friends. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Um, so let's see. What did I do? Oh, uh, got to play some games, drink some stuff and hang out with some friends, which was nice. Got... Kofi member Diggs McSmigs. We went to his place and we went for like a pool party. Oh, that cool. was cool. And what did he present me with? But candy cigarettes. Oh God, no! That's right. And I ran out of the first pack, so he had presented me with another one. <laughs> That's oh, right. And he had more to spare. His wife That's... was all excited about it. He's like, "Oh, here he's got some for you." What he fucking cast regeneration on your damn candy cigarettes? Oh, my like, God! Like, oh, I'm on the last one. No, you aren't. Bring. Oh, I got more. Crush them all you want, motherfucker. <laughs> I have more, man. <laughs> Anyway, so that's a lot of fun, and we got to talking about Minecraft. Now, if uh, you don't know, uh, we're currently running a 119 Minecraft server for the show, and you, you can be a part of it if, you, if you're listening. Just get the lowest tier of our uh, Kofi, and you can be a part of our Minecraft server. For the longest time, Diggs has been on there recreating by hand. Tango Tech is a super popular Minecraft, uh, uh, not influencer, just creator. Creator. Um, He's doing this game called Decked Out. I'm not going to go into it. It's amazing. Uh, he's building Decked Out too, and he's and, and he's copying copying everything along, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and one dot two zero just hit today or yesterday or today, and I or we're going to update the server. We're going to do all this stuff. So now's the time to get back into Minecraft, and I'm probably going to get back into Minecraft too. It's been a it's it's been a while. I've just been busy doing house stuff and just other things. Um, 
there's, there's only so much geek I can do during a week, you know. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting back into it. I don't know if I'm gonna record like I used to, but I'm definitely gonna get back into it. And then uh, we got to play some D and D. Deb is running a game for some people, and uh, it was fun. And uh, I wish that we fought that dragon instead of trying to negotiate because I want money. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. How did negotiations go? Uh, well, we lived. The thing is, you don't, <laughs> you don't fight a. It's not a good idea to fight a dragon in their lair because they have these things called lair actions. Yeah, and they will rock your shit. Yeah, but. I think we were high enough level. It would have been a rough fight. If I fall in battle, that's fine. But the dice were working against me. I must have rolled five or six nat ones. Ooh. I had to re-bless my the hammer, the one die I have. Uh, and it worked, but then it didn't. I don't know. Something's wrong. I got to do a big ritual, a big one. You need Todd. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. By the way, folks, to know that Barry is really, really serious, his face had absolutely zero emotional expression when yeah. he said no. Hard no. <laughs> I want him away. I want to know precisely where he is when I do this ritual so I can face my back toward him. I think that was the problem because I was f on the east side of the table facing west uh -oh. and Todd was west I was facing yeah. toward him yeah. that's what the problem was there, there it is there that's the problem <laughs> now you know and knowing is half the battle and the other half is violence <laughs> um, so that's pretty much what I did and then I realized I have a pretty good job if I can work from the pool that was nice very cool yeah, yeah, just yeah. wait till you have your own pool oh yeah one day <laughs> I did start up Las... Oh, by the way, I started up Las Vegas Dungeon Master again. I'm doing it for serious this time. Uh, I did Houston Dungeon Master before, and it worked before uh, COVID. And then COVID hit, and you know, I had to shut down everything, because I like living. Um, but now's the time to start it again. So Las Vegas Dungeon Master is up. If you come into Vegas, buy my services. It's four to five hours. Guaranteed happy ending. Happy ending, not guaranteed. Correct. Way better deal than a stripper. <clears throat> what? Nothing. What, what? I didn't say word. Yeah, you didn't have to. I'm just, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I would only agree that because if you get the strippers to your room, the quality is probably not there. No, it's questionable. Yeah. 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 Versus if you go to the actual club. And they well, don't actually well, dance or anything. They just hustle you for your money. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's, not. It's Give me just, $500. Just well, terrible. Why? <laughs> How Barry. D&D &D with strippers. Every time they roll a nat one, something comes off. One? What? You mean, oh, never mind, I get it. They roll, <laughs> the, the strippers roll so a nat So what happens one. if they roll a nat 20? Uh, something goes on? goes back on? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the guy puts something on. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm not splitting my fee with strippers. And they make more an hour than I do. No, they, they work on tips. They don't need me. And you could be pimping Barry, getting 10%. No. No. That's a dirty business. <laughs> I got enough to handle at the table, like wrangling characters I've never played before. Then I got to deal with some stripper. No. Oh, poor Barry. They could do that later. You know what? Maybe I can partner with a with a escort business or something. 
So they get like a, you know, buy this D&D session and afterward get this stripper. Half price. <laughs> wow. Half price. Yeah. Spogo. <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> oh, I like how he likes his idea. Yeah, I do. My idea. Mine. Mm-hmm. Mine. Mm. Mine. 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 What'd you do, Mine. Jeff? Uh, well, uh, I actually did get to see The Flash, the new movie. Uh-oh. I got to see it uh, after, ironically, after we recorded the, the show last week, I got to go see that. And uh, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, you know, I guess, I wouldn't say it's sad that it's the final movie in the normal DCEU, but it's, I think it could also stand alone. It doesn't necessarily have to. Um, be related to the other movies, even though it is. Mm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. I, I I thought it was a lot of fun. So um, I hesitate to say too much more because I know there's technic. I mean, we got to see a preview screening, and there's technically a press embargo on it still. But um, oh, um, even though I wasn't there as press, I was there as a fan. Um, but. Uh, I say when it comes out, which I believe it's this Friday, or is it is it next Friday? I think it's coming soon, whichever. I'll find out later. But uh, yeah, if it's uh, if it's this week or next week, uh, definitely go check it out. Um, it's a uh, it's a fun addition to that. Plus, it really kind of opens up a lot of other possibilities for uh, the DC universe going forward. I'm only really interested in seeing it from Michael Keaton. Uh, Keaton is really good in it. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, I wish there were more of him in it, but the use of him in the film, it's, it's quality over quantity, I guess the best way to put it. Cool. I mean, because ultimately it is a Flash movie, so it's about Barry Allen, and it does focus on Ezra Miller's Barry Allen Mm -hmm. for the majority of the film. Will this be the last Ezra Miller I don't know. There are rumors. I no. think based on what I saw, I mean, and because it's a preview screening, there might be tweaks uh, between now and release, but probably not. It's probably locked. Um, based on what I saw, it really kind of leaves the possibilities wide open. You could see the return of any of the previous DC actors as the various characters that hmm. they p- portrayed. Gal, Gal. Yeah, I mean, it, you could you could have Gal Gadot. I actually back. want him. I want oh. I want those three all back because I still I like Batfleck. Yeah, I and, was gonna uh, say Cavill. I, I think Cavill owns Superman. So once they you know figure out what to do with Superman and write a script. Yeah, I, but I, I still feel. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think there needs to be more Batfleck because I think he really did a good job with that character uh, yeah. for for the brief amount of time that he got to to, uh, to portray it. it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also went and saw uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Good now, God! Why oh, did you do wow. that? Wow! Um, because I got free tickets. Oh, okay, you paid so, the right amount. Yes. Um, <laughs> I will say this: it's not bad. It's not a great film, mm. but it's not bad. I like robots. So what Gorilla. you're saying is, it's a film. Um, <laughs> it's better than the Michael Bay bullshit. Not quite as good because Bay's just a producer on this. Uh, he didn't direct it. Um, I will say it's not quite as good as Bumblebee. Uh, I really liked Bumblebee. Mm. 
but it's 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 a good film. I mean, it's not a great film. You know, don't have your expectations too high. Never it's, do. It's good. You've got the the Autobots and the Maximals. So, I was never big into Beast Wars. So, for me, it was just kind of like okay. Um, I would imagine for the people that were big into Beast Wars, they'll probably really enjoy it. Mm. You know, getting to see the Maximals. What about uh, Unicron? Uh, you do get to see Unicron. I'll just say that. Does he transform? There's clearly a whole lot more that they're trying to set <laughs> up with this film. And that's all I will say. Uh, so I don't spoil it for those out there that do want to go see the film. Um, but yeah, get to see a live action Unicron. That's pretty crazy. Big giant planet. So many so. problems with that with physics, but you know you got to yeah, leave know, that right? behind when you yeah ah, yeah physics. Physics are only a hindrance to good sci-fi. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells me everything I need to know about this film that I will watch when it hits fucking cable or whatever. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. it's on Max or what have you, absolutely freebie or. But that's what I got. So. Yeah. Moving on. Well. I guess it's time for news you don't give a shit about. There. Oh, boy. And guess what? I got nothing. You got nothing? Really? Got nothing. That's good news. That you is good care news. About that, everything? Is, that is very good news. Oh. But that means that Kirsten has... Weekend Geek! Woo-hoo! Weekend Geek! Right. No, that's, that's heartening. Because, you know, I've been listening to the news this week, and it's all crap. So, now, yeah, I, I want some good news. I don't want bad geek That's news. That's kind of Uh-oh. how I was feeling going in. I was like, there weren't a lot of news I don't give a shit about articles that were really making me laugh and going, <laughs> this is something I definitely want to include just yeah. to torture everyone. Hold on a second. I need my phone holder so I can be like official and read the transcripts. Oh, my God. You got to be all professional like Todd is. Well, that's saying a lot. But what I was saying, though, Barry, is that, yeah, it, there's, there's, there's enough crap going on right now. I thought it'd be kind of neat to just roll right into Week and Geek because we haven't had a, a, a lot of good Week and Geek tastiness up to this point. Yeah, and I don't need to hear like Uwe Bowles remaking Ghostbusters yes. or some shit like that. Oh shit, okay, let me scratch off now I said three. it. Roll into something you know. a little bit more positive. Yeah. What do you got? In this life. Well, so much for wanting good news, Jeff, because we open oh. with the Commander K's heart is broken Uh-oh. and he's a broken hollow shell of a man segment. Oh, we've had this like 10 times in the last year. Well, I've had it all my life. <laughs> um, Zazie Beats will not be in Deadpool 3. What? So, uh, no explanation why. She was in an uh, interview for Decider as opposed to Collider, as opposed to, I don't know. Something. <clears throat> yeah, it's Decider. And they were talking about how Deadpool is actually filming right now during the strike. What they're doing is they're not using writers, and uh, they're doing some improv lines. And apparently she was asked about, you know, what what that is exactly, and her comment was, well, I'm not in Deadpool 3, so I can't really tell you about the improvisation. And it was just like, I don't, you know, I don't really remember her character. Domino? Domino. Domino from... 
uh, from the comics. Oh, from the comic. That's because her character in the movie is very different from the uh, comics. The comics, she was very much a hard-edged mercenary type and kind of white-faced with a black circle around her eyes. No, I remember that, but I don't remember her being in a lot of the comics. I don't remember her as a star player. She she wasn't a star player, but she appeared a lot with Cable. She appeared a lot with Cable. That's and really that's really disappointing because uh, I mean I loved her in Deadpool. Yeah, I, I thought she was very loved, good. Character. I loved I loved Zazie in it, and I loved what they did with Domino. It was just like, oh my god, this is yeah. Luck's not a superpower. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. And then the way they did it, it was just it just it fit the tone of the movie and where they were going so wonderfully. There are other characters <laughs> they can explore that people would well because that know better. That kind of relates and to. Uh, I think it was last month. Maybe it was the month before. Uh, Marina Baccarin was on uh, mm-hmm. Inside of You, the uh, Michael Rosenbaum podcast. Right. And, and she was talking about how they had had talks, but she, as of at that particular point, she was not going to be in Deadpool either. Well, and I was just dead. like, oh Let my her character God. be dead. No, the no, character's no, alive. Character remember? Don't you remember the after credit scene? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember. He went back and restored the timeline. Yeah. Okay, now I gotta watch a film again. Yes, you yeah, do. You definitely oh need my to God. Go watch it again. Boy, he's he's yeah. definitely out of it. Shit. Yeah, she's watch back. Filmed second time. <sighs> um, she. Uh, I think she. I think I've read because I was you know picking up on a lot of Deadpool stuff, and I mm-hmm. think she's back. She's okay, back. so they must must have it, got it something done. It has been confirmed. Um, she's back. It, it there's rumors about all sorts of uh, X Men. So we know that uh, okay. Jackman is in. Uh, right, but supposedly uh, Mars Marsden is a uh, really Cyclops, James Marsden, um, yeah. Famke Jensen, and possibly Holly Berry, and these are wow. all these are all possibilities that people are talking about. I see. So <clears throat> it's really funny because in an ancillary thing, I read a thing where, uh, of course, clickbait. It was yeah. like, "There's you could be in it." Shut yeah, up. really. Uh, I'm vapor locking on name Suicide Squad director. James Gunn? Yes, James Gunn. The clickbait is James Gunn narrows down um, names for, uh, you know, uh, DC. That's not news. That's speculation. Exactly. Because I read the article, and he was all about, well, you know, I, I can say we've narrowed it down to a few people. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. It's like, you fuckers. But he was talking about, I can't, I'm not going to comment on who's not in. Because then if I run through the whole list, well, and he's like, and you got to understand, you know, guys, a lot of times agents don't even fucking know. They'll like, yeah. is the, the the reporters are doing their job. They'll call the agent. The agent will be like, oh, yeah, uh, they, they've auditioned. And, you know, that's all the agent knows. So it's, it's just like it's really crazy when you get into the speculation. So there were some names mentioned. And I felt nice and old because I didn't recognize a freaking one of them except for Phoebe Hoosey What's It's from Bridgerton. She's apparently one of the ones that's rumored to be in consideration for Lois oh, Lane. The don't one that's point in, at uh, me. I don't know anything about Bridgerton. She's in everything lately. Uh, she's in the upcoming Indiana Jones film. Uh, oh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah. That's it. That's, 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 that's I don't know nothing about Phoebe Waller Bridge. No, I don't know nothing about Bridgerton. Uh-huh. She's, even, she's in that? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, first of all, don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know nothing. Yeah, she's the chick that banged Reggae Jean Page. Oh, whatever. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah. 
So I'm heartbroken there. No yeah. Zazzy. I just, I loved it. I loved her in that and oh well. But anyway. Yeah, I mean it's it's a whole new thing going forward. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Well, I'll take I'll take Hugh I Jackman mean, stepping yeah. in. So that's going to be fun. And and also they're bringing back the writers that did the the second one and, Yeah. Uh, they were also the ones for the first one too, right? I think so. Wasn't the no same writing team? Was it Tim? I think the directors did, are different, but is I it, think the same was writing Was it director team. Tim Miller did the second one? Is that it? The first one? I can't even remember. This is how well-researched this was, folks. Is Rob Liefeld well, involved? <laughs> uh, I, I think he's uh, only uh, you know like, what's produced, funny? like executive producer. You know credit. what's funny? His I, drawings? Uh, last, they're pretty funny. Last week, there was, um, I think p- people were talking about star power and mm-hmm. how some stars don't read for and stuff like that. Yeah. And apparently way back uh, when uh, Liefeld actually... On Twitter, he actually added Russell Crowe, and he's like, oh, dude, you should read for Cable. You would be so awesome. And apparently Crowe responded, read for? And I'm looking at the screen cap, and Liefeld's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I mean, I just think that you would be awesome as Cable, and, you know, if they consider, I was just throwing it out there. And it was read for oh that's dickish oh it well it was it was kind of funny because it's like you know oh okay you don't read anymore all right sir well then you're above that all right you don't get cable i think it's probably just i mean i hate to say it but certain actors get to a certain point where like they just get direct contract offers directly through their agents Uh, uh, because they're looking for a you know a quote russell crowe type and then mm -hmm. they're like oh okay yeah he would work yeah, exactly, a Russell Crowe type, because we're not going to talk to Russell Crowe. Um, it was funny, because that article I read, it talked about how Timothy Chalamet yeah. has not read for anything in a while. Yeah, and uh, they, I, they look for his type, and then yeah. in many cases, they actually cast him. Yeah, so. the, I forget who it was. There was another... young for that, isn't he? Uh, it, it seems like it, but yeah, no, dude, he it, doesn't... He it doesn't... depends on the casting agents, and, and sometimes they've worked with these actors before so they know what they have going for them a lot of times the only thing they actually have to do is like a chemistry read yes. uh, they literally say okay so we know we want you know person x for this character the lead character we got that and then we think we want this person as the quote love interest or this person is the best friend etc and really the only thing is to bring them two together in a room and have them Double perform that, yeah. to see if they have good chemistry. Because Still a read. It's yeah, but it's all it's not considered um, <laughs> a casting read. It's yeah. it's a chemistry read. It, it, it's funny. It it because because sometimes just what you're gonna call it. Yeah. There's there was one I forgot whose name it was, but there was one star in this uh, interview in this little article who said, "Yeah, I don't read so much as I do lunches." Yeah. And it's and literally lunch with the director. And yep. and then there's a great story about uh, DiCaprio coming mm-hmm. in for... Uh, uh, Scorsese? Yeah, wasn't it? the like Was it The Departed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it I was mean, just like, uh, you know... Didn't he come uh, in and, like in character like the whole lunch or something oh, like no, that? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this is your thing? No, I'm saying... You know what? It might have been Titanic. Oh, I okay. think it was Titanic. But he came in 
And it was like, okay, we need you to read, and you know, we're gonna. Be, and he was just like, no, I don't do readings. I don't do. I don't read. The director shook his hand and said, okay, thanks for joining us. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. That's it. I don't get it if I don't read. And he's like, no. It was. It was Cameron. Because Cameron? Cameron said, "Well, dude, you're Cameron gonna, is a notorious uh, control freak." Well, also Cameron said, "Dude, I'm going to spend the next two years of my life on this project, and you're goddamn sure I'm going to make sure I got the right guy. You're going to do this for a few months, and you're going to do five other things while I am working on this one yeah. project. So you're damn straight. I'm going to read. Good and good uh, for him. And apparently, apparently, uh, Cameron was like he was." DiCaprio was pissed, but he also did it. And when he came in and read with Winslet, it was funny because Cameron actually said he came in and you could just see he was steaming and he was a little pissed. But as soon as the reading start, he was yeah. right there. He was Jack. It worked with Kate perfectly. She was ecstatic and wanted wanted it. And so he was like, it, it all worked out. But it was really interesting interaction. So, but I just, I, I, I love the image of, you know, just like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> a little ego on that fuck. I, you know, talking about casting stories, I, I was, it's, it's interesting because I was just watching, um, it's like the 42nd year, uh, anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark being released, I think mm -hmm. just a couple of days ago. And they had the archival, um, casting read between, uh, Tom Selleck and Sean Young. Oh, uh, and it oh. was really fascinating because I'm sitting there watching. Selleck's not bad, mm -hmm. but he just doesn't have the gravitas that Harrison Ford has right. when Charm. he's in that character. And Sean Young, she just, I mean, I, I, I look at it and I'm like, I just don't see her as Marion Ravenwood. Right. And it's not to say that she probably wouldn't have done a, a decent job because at, at that particular point in her career... She was killing it in like everything she was in, but I'm just sitting there going, I mean, it could just be you know confirmational bias because I really can't see anybody else as as Indiana Jones than Harrison Ford, yeah. and I can't see anybody else as Marion. Well, uh, it's Ravenwood. funny too because when you look at that concept art, you got to shave off the mustache. Yeah, but the the guy who did that concept art. Uh, Jones is a big, burly, pulpy yes. hero, which actually, actually, Selleck could have fit into. Right. But I think one of the, one of the Raiders tropes is that, is that uh, Indiana, even though he's definitely very swashbucklery, right? He is not a six foot three hulking pulp hero type and it actually i think that actually is part of what makes it work right you know even if you found the right actor to hit all those notes acting wise if they were big and bulky i don't know i don't know how much of because part of i think for me part of raiders is like yeah sure he wears a fedora and the jacket and he does all sorts of stuff but to me he's still this professor yeah who is just somehow managing to fucking survive doing all the shit that he's doing while he's pursuing these artifacts. Yeah, his it's almost as if his obsession is the only thing that keeps him yes, going it, through it all the things. Yes, it powers him that, through. It's, that, not because, yeah. it's not because he's a former football star yeah. who, you know, blah, 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 And it's whatever. not that he's not afraid. It's just that obsession that goes, right. well, I'm scared to death, but right. I really want to get this thing. It's funny because this, it, you know, here's your hot take. I'm like, it sounds like also John Wick, 
right? Yeah. Because Keanu has, I mean, since Matrix, he's totally owned the action thing. Right. But uh, he is, he also is not a big hulking. No. And uh, in fact, um, they've the, in a couple of John Wick movies, they've had some really big guys who could have played uh, a, a big giant killer action movie star type and they're they're being the antagonists yep. and getting their asses kicked by Wick who is it's his chief thing is described as he is relentless he just Does doesn't stop. stop so well there's so. more to it with Selleck versus Harrison Ford Ford's got humor he can do yeah. he can well. do well, I mean, I'm not Selleck, saying he's. Did you he, ever watch Magnum PI? There's humor. There's there is. And, and but Magnum PI, Selick always seems angry. Like when he's doing humor, he's, he's, he's got this scowl. Like someone's grandpa's it's, it's pissed more at you. Kind of a grin out of the side liberal. of his mouth. Kind well, yeah, of humor. That, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, at least at least from what I can remember of yeah. Magnum PI. No, I think I, there were there were, I think there were. Uh, both ends to that. I I totally agree with you. Um, I think the gravitas thing is a good point because I don't. Now that he's aged, I've yeah. seen bits and pieces from Blue Bloods, yeah. and apparently he's he's doing the whole patriarch, right? You know, uh, type of deal, and it it's actually it's actually working. But I think back in those days, there was there was still a little. There was enough. I don't know. I don't know. He's what like, I'm young. I just want to have some fun, kind yeah. of thing. Boyish, yeah, boyishness. Boyish. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that 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 Harrison Ford can have, but Jones, Jones wasn't exactly what I would say was like that. So, yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, <clears throat> okay. Let's continue on the route of sadness. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> so Robert E. Howard's character. Cormac McArt died. Um, apparently, there is. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a character he wrote. It's a it's a Gale, um, uh, an Irishman pirate, okay. <clears throat> Cormac McArt, and he uh, he actually fought the Danes and he fought the Saxons and he fought the Romans and stuff. And boy, you guys are just I, that, yeah, Jeff. I'm, I'm terribly disappointed in you because you're supposed to correct me and say it was Cormac McCarthy. Oh. Yeah. Wait, I'm, the I, character died? No, see, oh, God. Wow. What Way to you, kill a joke, you guys. <laughs> what are you talking God, about? Way to kill a joke. Uh, There's a joke in here? American author Cormac McCarthy died. Oh, okay. okay. He passed away. Uh, born July 20th, 1933, and it was June 13th when he passed away. Born in Providence, Rhode Island, although he was raised primarily in Tennessee. So, in 1951, he enrolled in the University of Tennessee. He dropped out to join the Air Force. Then his debut novel, The Orchard Keeper, was published in 65. Hmm. And he's a winner of the National uh, Book Award, National Book Critics Circle Award, and The Road, his 2006 novel, uh, won the 2007 Pulitzer Prize for Fiction and the James Tate Black Memorial Prize for Fiction. The man wrote 12 novels. Wow. 12. That's it. And he's like this, he's this incredible name. It's really funny. On Facebook, I saw, <laughs> I saw a few people that are really apparently aggravated by his style because he, he, he does all this experimental shit. No quotation marks. 
on his quotes. He plays with syntax and shit in his prose that 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 can get very very interesting. But at the same time, his work is also well known as being. Uh, I think a lot of people called it like dark Americana. Okay. So because the road, while being his darkest movie, uh, uh, sorry, darkest book and dark movie, was actually, you know, it's just emblematic of that rather than um, exceptional. So no, no country for old men was a similar kind of. That's right. I've, that's not I mean, kind of nihilistic, but it was. It was. It's definitely dark. Twelve books. Bo- Twelve now books. I know who talking about. Twelve how, books. How many books have you ri- written? Yeah, none. You better get on that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and it's funny because he did like he did like uh, two a decade. Wow. Right until until the uh, the aughts when he did like. Uh, um, four in the last uh, ten years or something. <clears throat> so, but he, uh, it's really, it's really. He started with uh, the Orchard Keeper. That was the one that was in '65. But Blood Meridian, All the Pretty Horses, No Country for Old Men, The Road. His final book, Stella Maris, was published in 2022. So, wow, yeah, just yeah. last year. <clears throat> yeah, and he. Crazy. He actually got started. Uh, he got, a, I was reading up on this. He got a ton of literary grants. So he was actually able to do things like, uh, and then eventually got a MacArthur um, fellowship. So he was oh, actually wow. able to like bop around Southern Europe while he's writing and shit like that. So <laughs> he, he really did the, he really did the super hoity artist right. thing. I need American. a grant. Yeah, really. I was looking at that. I'm like, how do you do that? Can you get a grant for being a dungeon master? Uh, well, there's always a first time, Barry. Hmm. So, but yeah, that was uh, Cormac McCart. <laughs> Cormac McCarthy. McCart. So, uh, also we had this this uh, um, post. I say this with a heavy heart. My father, John Ramita, passed away peacefully in his sleep this Monday morning. He's a legend in the art world, and it would be my honor to follow in his footsteps. He was the greatest man I ever met. That's from John Ramita Jr. Junior, yeah. So John Ramita Sr., uh, this is a guy who left an indelible mark on the comic book industry. He he really was iconic. It was so funny because Steve Ditko and Stan Lee created Spider-Man, uh, but it, so much of what a lot of people think of in Spider-Man actually came from Ramita. John Ramita Sr. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, it, it was the less, uh, the less exotic Ditko look, and um, he created Mary Jane. Apparently, he had a hand in creating Wolverine, Luke Cage, Bullseye, and The Punisher um, in, in his time working on the, the Spider-Man comics and various other ones at Marvel. He was born January 24th in Brooklyn, and he began his career in the late 40s, working in the comic book industry as a production assistant and occasional penciler. And he was actually working for Time Lee before it even became Marvel. That's how he knew Stan Lee before he got drafted into the Army. And he worked, he did a lot. Uh, his A quote I dug up on him, No matter what success I've had, I've always considered myself a guy who can improve on somebody else's concepts. A writer and another artist can create something. I can make it better. I don't really consider myself a creator. 
I've created a lot of stuff, but I don't consider myself a real creator in the Jack Kirby sense. But I've always had the ability to improve on other people's stories, other people's characters, and I think that's what's made me a living for the past 50 years. So, really, really iconic yeah. author. Some of the most incredible Spider-Man images, of course, the, and of course a lot of people use this with his passing, the whole Spidey's costume in the garbage can, right. and Peter Parker's back as he's, you know, walking away from it. So, very, uh, that that's, I mean, you know, that at least is one of those, just like actually McCarthy, one of those life-lived story yeah. obits. At least it's not a a, sh- yeah, a shorter life or somebody cut down in their prime. Yeah, because he was 94 oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that? He was up there. Yeah. Yeah, nine, uh, 30, 33 was when those guys were born. So, yeah. Yeah, so 90. Yeah, it was Crazy. just, but, uh, but very iconic in both of them in their own ways. Absolutely. So, uh, Barry. Yes. Blizzard Big Shot Rod Ferguson, he said, he tweeted, I didn't ask for permission to share this, but I thought you might be interested to know that right now the number one most played class in Diablo 4 is the Sorcerer Sorceress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need some okay. context on this because I don't know how many classes are available in Diablo uh, 4 because I am not playing it yet right. because I do not have the computer system to play it, nor do I have the Xbox. I don't have a right. Series S or X. I don't know how many there are. I think I think I read five or seven. The, the Shock Monkeys are, are playing yeah. it, yeah. and they'll give me a full rundown. And according to Blizzard, Diablo 4 is the biggest game launch in the company's history. It's the past three... Uh, 3.5 million copies sold in the first 24 hours. It beat out the launch of World of Warcraft Shadowlands expansion, which sold sold more than 3.7 million copies in the first day. So well, it's got to be better than Diablo 3, as long yeah. as they don't make those same mistakes. Well, I, I hadn't read them, but I did see when I was doing this write up. I did see a couple headlines that were like the the mistakes in Diablo 3 that Diablo 4 corrected, <clears throat> and apparently they had some glitch going on too in the the first uh during the first part of the release but they've they've actually gotten a lot of those fixed why i don't play them when they first come out yeah yeah it's too bad torgo's not here because i'm pretty sure he played diablo 3 oh i played the hell out of diablo 3 and uh i it got the whole multiplayer thing i mean it's fun to play with your friends but just the way they implemented it, I wasn't happy. I I think it was I, 3 Andy and I used to play that on Xbox. And you could sell maybe. stuff for real money. Yeah. 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 I was like, ooh, let's start a business. Yeah, how about no? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, but anyway, yeah, so Diablo was out there. Um, I have seen, like, I was, I was flipping through Twitch today, of all things, um, and, I saw, and I saw someone was playing Diablo 4. And they're like, all right, I'll check this out for like five minutes. I didn't even get five minutes because it's just this epileptic mess it looks like on the screen. I could not tell <laughs> what was going on. There was, it looked like League of Legends. Like There's so much shit. There's so many particle effects and, and numbers popping up everywhere. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I can't tell. Wow. Maybe I'm old, but uh, I didn't get it. So wow. I'll have to play it on my own. Uh, Jeff, I'm sensing a uh, trend and topic for Barry here tonight on this episode. I don't know. The old age? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So wow. He does have more gray in his beard than usual. So. Yeah. More than usual? 
<laughs> they don't change colors. I don't know. Dude, gray, I, that can be mileage, too. Have you seen pictures of Gunn? It's not the years. It's the mileage. Yeah. Yeah. D- James Gunn he's is like completely, completely gray. Yeah. And, and he's, if like, I sh- he's like younger than we are. <laughs> if I shave this off, I'm a baby. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's true. You want to break out the pampers. Wah. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle them with dust. So, yeah. Deb said... Yeah, you shave your beard off and you're a baby. But yet, I ask her, should I shave it off? She's like, you do whatever you want to do. I haven't, either way, you're both good. But I know which way. She prefers me with the beard. Yeah. She didn't want to look like she's dating a baby. Oh, <laughs> well, shit. Then you should do it just to, you know, spite, like, get people angry at her. Spite is the prime. Look motivator. at this age gap. Oh, my God. Age gap relationship. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So we spoke about Spider-Man. We talked about John Romita Sr. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has taken the crown as Sony's highest grossing animated release. Wow. Is a crown for that? Hmm? What? Yeah. Okay. It's outpacing its predecessor into the Spider-Verse. In just 12 days, the film raked in a global box office of $390 million through Sunday well over the Spider versus uh, global office lifetime total of three hundred seventy-seven million. It's been big in China and Mexico as well, so it's just kicking ass and taking names. Although Beast Wars uh, actually uh, has taken the top spot this week in box office. Oh, okay. So, but of course, Beast Wars can do well enough that second place in the box office is still a sheath load of money. Right. Well, so. also considering it's been in this the, this is the third weekend, right? That Into the Spider Verse has been out. Um, I don't know. Well, how many weekends is it for Transformers? This is its first weekend. I is it the third weekend then? Because I, I think it's third for Into the Spider Verse and Rise of the Beast. I'm pretty sure this is weekend right. one. Okay, so it wouldn't surprise me that it would come out for on top for its first weekend. Yeah, of course. But I could easily see. Well, actually, not knowing what comes out this weekend, I'd have to look that up. This weekend, actually, I confirmed it. It is is the, the Flash. Yes. So yeah, it'll probably wind up being Flash will be number one at the box office this weekend, and I would be willing to bet that uh, into this, uh, across the Spider Verse rather would move back into two yeah. because it does seem like. Um, well, do you uh, do you think uh, I just think Transformers won't have legs? I think Rise of the Beasts will do well for its first weekend, which is which is this weekend that just right. passed. But I don't see it maintaining that momentum going into its second weekend. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's just my opinion. I've been wrong before. We shall see. Barry, Jeff's been wrong before? You never told me. I'm sorry. I haven't been keeping up on my Jeff newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> All things Jeff. All Surprise things you guys Jeff. aren't the, tracking when I'm writing. Wrong. Actually, the no. yearly <laughs> newsletter <laughs> no, of no, Jeffism. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, Jeff's newsletter would be long story short. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's all right. In the back of the thing, you cut out a coupon for parking. <laughs> <laughs> Half off. Wow, parking coupons. That would be great. Um, Disney's live action adaptions keep on coming. Right. And apparently, Sarah Polly from Women Talking. And stories we tell. She's moved into screenplays and directing. Mm-hmm. I remember Sarah from Dawn of the Dead. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's in talks to direct the Bambi adaption. 
It's going to so, be a live action Bambi? Yes, there it is. Uh, it will resemble the Lion King in terms of actors' physical presence in the film. Oh, so, boy. So it'll be, it'll be like that. Um, the only hope is that stars doing the voice acting do, will not overshadow their CGI animated animal counterparts, which is like... They're, I, the non-expressive animals... So that's, we'll see. That's the one problem I have with that because I was watching some clips of Little Mermaid uh, recently, and I'm like sitting there looking at the the voice acting for the animal characters is good, but the actual characters themselves, it just looks weird because yeah. they're trying to be so photorealistic with the animals. Well, that's that my thought. There's not the mechanisms for the type of human expression right. that, that we would anticipate. Well, I'm like thinking a photorealistic Bambi. Yeah. That kind of... It's kind of freaky, actually. So I don't know. I don't know. I never... I, ne I haven't watched many of the live adaptions. So um, I watched or, Lion King. Yeah. It's not bad, but again, it's, you know, watching these animals like sing and trying to emote you know the character the actors the voice actors are emoting but the the cg representations just are either physically incapable right of reproducing what we would think of as emotional response mm -hmm. uh, you know the different uh, facial expressions yeah. um and and jeff you said music yeah Bambi will be a musical. It will really? feature music from six-time gra six Grammy winning country star Casey Musgraves. <sighs> I, guess, I guess we know a film that Barry won't be watching this, here. Oh, you didn't have me for this film before that. Now you for sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> if Deb were here, she might be like, okay, it's, you know, it's Disney, I'll watch it or whatever. But I know that none of this shit's well, for she me. She has a vested yeah, interest. You know, I, yeah. I, I just... <sighs> Disney's brilliant. Let's take these films that we can't possibly do any other way let's just make live action versions yeah. of them to re-release them that's great yeah and yeah. they're making the money I yeah mean, they've bambi though yeah why fucking bambi well not like snow white or i'm something. sure it's all coming it's probably all coming i'll probably get there eventually yeah. yeah i think it's because they're trying to go with i mean with the exception of bambi they're trying to go with what they're considering their more recent classics because it's still in the the mindset, you know, people who are new parents that watched that when they were a kid, mm -hmm. as opposed to you know the really really classic Disney lineup like right. Bambi and Snow White. So that's that is the one thing that's interesting about this because they you know they'd already announced Moana and now we're getting Bambi, right? Which Moana Bambi is, is a an very recent film. Yes, what about Brave. Uh, I know. Yeah, who knows? If they don't do songs, I might watch that. They're going to do songs. <laughs> They're going to do songs. They're going to do songs. To gonna, they need to put out Barry, if not edits, then the Barry uh, uh, button so that when the song comes up, you can hit it and it bips over to the end of the song and you continue with the... Just with the actual it. story? Yeah. <laughs> just face it, Barry. If it's got Disney on the name, it's going to have a musical number in there. Star yeah. Wars. No, no, even That's that, even Lucas that. Film, yeah, yeah. George Lucas r ruined the original Star Wars films by putting musicals in them afterwards. Oh my God, that hurt me to watch that. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> that hurts. That was painful to watch. I, I had completely forgotten about it when I saw Jedi. I know, I know. Isn't it, isn't it fun when you go back to Jedi and that pops up and you're like, oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the background lounge music has become the foreground musical number. Uh, and it's funny, too, because it's at Jabba's. Yeah. Is, 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 this the, is this what Jabba would have hired? Is this what Jabba would have wanted? And the it, fact that they had to keep adding more Boba Fett into that scene. It's uh, like, he was just over there. How is he over here now? Yeah, he's oh, just, now he's over there. What the fuck? I'm waiting for him to start dancing. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, it, it is Crazy. funny because you're right. I totally, I'll totally forget about this thing. Uh, Vernon and I would watch and it would come up and I and I would just be like, oh, wow. And he's like, what? Did you forget? And it was just like, yes, mercifully. I had forgotten until I'm flashing back now. Yeah, and it's weird because Jedi is the least altered of the original trilogy, but wow, those alterations are jarring. (laughs) Yeah, and and I I mentioned on the podcast, but yeah, that scene where he picks up the Emperor and he's like, no, no. no." I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, man. As soon as I saw Han move back to the right i knew that i was in for shit for the next two remakes and i knew that uh, episodes one two and three were gonna also be bad because lucas makes bad decisions yeah that yeah i still directorial bad decisions he's brilliant like as a technical filmmaker Mm -hmm. right well and the original the originals the original original and he's good as an idea man but the problem is he really needs somebody that's not a yes man to flesh out his ideas yeah Mm-hmm. You know that he needs that collaborative process. Who directed he's... the third one? And the second one? Uh, well, Richard Marquand did the third one. The uh, second one was Kirshner. Yeah, Ir- and Kirshner, Kirshner, Kirshner knocked it out of the park there. But a Lawrence bit. Kasdan also co-wrote the yes. script with him on two and three. Or uh, sorry, Empire and Jedi. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah, Kasdan did some did some primo stuff. He did yeah, some very really helpful helped some. flesh out some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone was a yes man to him on one, two, and three. Yes. Well, who is his? Uh, uh, Rick McCollum. Rick McCollum. McCollum yeah. It's yeah, always, I guy. always confuse him with Rick Berman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, McCollum. I love McCollum in interviews because he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, and like it's like it doesn't matter what you say about Lucas. It's it's he's like, oh yeah, he's totally awesome. Dude, that. still, do you remember that the ultimate uh, yes man when they were when they were doing the the behind the scenes, the making of Phantom, and they did that first screening. And yes, they just show McCollum in the back row, and he's just looking. <laughs> I was about five feet from them at Show West when they were screening the first ten minutes of Revenge of the Sith, okay. and we were all in our stormtrooper gear because we were escorting him. To oh the right, front right, and all that. yeah. We were all just, eh, is, is this what we got to look forward to? Eh, but we weren't saying anything because they're right there. Right. We didn't want to be dicks about it. Um, but I, I, I kind of peered over at them every so often. And McCallum just had this odd, pained look. Maybe I imagined it, but I remember him having an odd, pained look. And Lucas is just staring at the screen in awe of what mm-hmm. he has created. I mean, they weren't smiling or doing anything. They were just you know, chit-chatting amongst themselves. But right. yeah. well, Lucas is famous for his kind of expressionless, yeah, you know, 
yeah. public appearances. Like he, he did have know, a the flannel occasional on. smile. Yeah, exactly. The occasional smile, but for the most part, he's just kind of, I don't want to say dead-faced, but just, yeah, expressionless, yeah. really. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a fun guy. I'm sure he is. I mean, Spielberg can't say enough good, nice, nice things about him. But I know. Yeah, I've seen I've seen with him uh, like videos of him and Spielberg together. Spielberg's just a fun guy. Yeah, yeah. and George like oh, George. <laughs> oh, it's really it's like Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's yeah. just George. It it yeah, that's actually kind of funny that way. It. I don't know, man. I don't know. How the hell did we get into this zone? I don't know. What's in the news? What the hell did we talk about? Uh, anyway, so, yeah. Um, wow, way to vamp. I don't know, so, yeah. All words that mean nothing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Too much Jeez. corporate speak from living in Vegas for too long. So, actually, that's uh, that's my news. I actually thought that uh, we'd go a little longer. I, I was really, too. I was yeah. really hoping that Blizzard thing would get something going, and no, dude, Barry I was just like I'm so over Blizzard. I haven't yeah. played. I've been clean from WoW for many years. I've been clean. <laughs> they got me back in, but then I left again very quickly. I I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I liked doing the forty man raids in the beginning. That was fun, uh, but it got old real quick. But it became kind of like a job, and the whole thing just fell apart. You, it's funny you guys because oh it's now been like not quite 20 years that i've known all of you wowers and you 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 just go through these cycles where you're just like yeah no yeah no well i have severe tension deficit disorder dude i know it Mm -hmm. i focus on something but but everybody but everybody i mean maple leaf was constantly like yeah i'm not doing it anymore i just i got out of there and then a few months later you know he's back uh major meh same thing you know yeah i went back oh i'm not there anymore i went back i'm not so it's it's because we constantly reminisce it's nostalgia. Yeah. Ugh, it's it's only go back to the way it was. And you can for a few minutes and then you realize that all those people aren't there anymore or they've changed and it's not the same dynamic. It's like in two thousand and four, five, I think it was. Well, I started playing Star Wars Galaxies and it was fresh and new and everyone was on. And the server population was high, and I started a, I, I helped start a guild, and then I started, and I was like, well, what else can I do from here? And I'm a big community guy, and I started a collective of guilds that I put myself in charge of, and uh, it was cool. We had a lot of fun, but then I quit because it got boring, and then I went. Yeah, over it got old real fast. It, yeah, because the game was fucked up. I mean, especially, I mean, when. They made it where anybody could become a Jedi. I remember that was like the the final straw for me. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get into Star Wars Galaxies because <laughs> there's just there's just so much we could talk about how bad everything went in the end. It, seriously, it's a fun read if you Google. I think like John Smedley from uh, Sony Online Entertainment did a whole thing on it, and it's oh, it's yeah. a good read. Check it out. Then I got into WoW, and there was a big crowd of people there. We had a big guild, and. Uh, we had a lot of fun, but those people aren't there anymore, and the game's not the same. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm and and as time has gone on, 
has gone on, I've become allergic to multiplayer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just I'm with you on now. That now, one, are you talking about multiplayer like with random with randos or even like with friends and stuff? Randos. Specifically with randos, but even sometimes with, for me with people I know because yeah. sometimes I just want to go, you know, do what I want to do, and I don't necessarily want to have where they're like, well, let's go do this. Well, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And none of the things they all the group wants to do or anything that I'm really that interested in in taking on. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's two kind. There's a few kinds of multiplayer. There's like the League of Legends stuff, the Twitch gaming, where I just I'm not into it. Then there's the first person shooters, the uh, Overwatch. There's the uh, Fortnite. I I yeah. don't like it. I've I've watched it. I'm like mm-hmm. this is not for me. Yeah. Um. I, Fortnite is just not. Huh? The Call of it's Duty not crowd. Entertaining for me. No, I agree. Yeah. But the Call of Duty crowd's a different crowd. I used to oh. play with a couple of like like cop friends of mine in yeah. when I lived in like in Austin, Houston, and we had some fun. But it was always the same shit all the time. I'm like, I, I can't play fucking zombies anymore. I'm zombied out. Oh, uh, I never get enough. And I only really liked it when we would pause and we would talk shit and just chit chit chat. You know, it's just friends getting together type of thing. Right. I would rather play. Skyrim, a deep single player experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I I tried Skyrim online. Because <laughs> because another issue, Kirsten, that I that I would run into um, with the online group gameplay is that I'm usually just there to have fun. Right. I just want to enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And there's the inevitable one, two, or three guys in there that just are taking everything way too seriously. (laughs) And if you're not doing exactly what they want you to do, they will never let you hear the end of it. Yeah, And it's just, at at one point, I remember the last one of the last times I played, uh, actually, I think I was playing um, uh, the Call of Duty set in World War II. I was doing a group play and... uh, I only knew two people in the group. They were friends of mine, and then the rest were, I guess, mutual acquaintances of uh, my friends there. And they were just like, Super Chief, you need to bring up the... You need to do this. You need to do this. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. You guys have all played this together as a group. This is my first time with you guys. Right, right. So, you know. I mean, I've I've never... I've never... I've... I've done a little bit of online with some friends. I've never done strangers because actually I have no interest in that. Um, yeah. You have no interest in what 13-year-old Asian kids have done to oh your mom? Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, and it it's fun because it, it uh, like, Andy and I, whoa, man, we have spent just hours into, into, into daylight. Uh, yeah. Whether it's sh- killing zombies or doing like Diablo or something like that, but or Halo co-op, but that's couch us. co-op. Yeah. Okay. See, that's different. Yeah. You're right next to that. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. why. That's why I lament the lack of couch co-op games. The last yeah. really good one I found was uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Right. Uh, Deb and I could play that together. Yeah. On the same machine. And it's fun, mm-hmm. you know. Now we do have a couple of Xboxes, so that we well, we bought it so that we could play Fallout seventy six together. But that game was a 
turd. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but like games like that where it's couch co-op or at least same house co-op, those are fun. Right, right. And they've, you know, Lanning was cool. They've killed Lanning. They want like everybody to log on on their individual yes. Xboxes at the wherever they are and, and play that way. And it just, the yeah, hassle <laughs> was amazeballs difficult. Yeah, this is not, um, so <laughs> talking about dating ourselves here, um, when the original Xbox was out, we used to have LAN parties. Oh, man. We would, we would LAN together four Xboxes. Uh, my buddy Rick, Oh, Rick! Knew yeah, a guy yeah, that had a warehouse. Uh, so was that had, one of those? We had mm-hmm. a warehouse with four Xboxes and four big screen projectors. Mm-hmm. So, even though we had four people on each Xbox, the size of your quarter of the screen yeah. was ginormous. Was ginormous. Oh, uh, dude! One of those that we did, I actually got an Xbox all by myself. Oh yeah, I was like. 20 feet tall running around nice blowing shit up it was nice that was those were fun and those were so fun but (laughs) the other thing that i loved was the creativity of the shit talking Mm -hmm. because you're shit talking to somebody that's either right next to you or you know 20 feet away yeah yeah you don't prep by 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 practicing like your moves in halo you prep by thinking okay let me tell you about your mother. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah really. Now, the, the multiplayer I was really referring to in the beginning of all this was like the internet multiplayer, the right. like the, the gilding. Yeah. You know? Yes. And guilds to me in like MMOs or like guilds in Diablo, I, I don't see the point anymore. It's, it's not for me. And there was, when we were playing <clears throat> WoW furiously, uh, th- we had a huge guild. And there was like the A team that would uh, go on the raids, and they were about progression. You yeah, know, they, they were learning your craft about progression. Then there was like the B team, the bads. And then there were like the the others. We called them the shitty bads. And <laughs> shitty bads. I love and that. We wouldn't want to take them with the A team unless someone was just couldn't make it. You know, <laughs> I always hated. Um, I played City of Heroes pretty. Oh, City of Heroes. Raul uh, Raul was passionate about that. I love my character. Chocolate Steel. I would would go on and I would play the game on my own trying to level up my character. So I'd do a lot of grinding. And then I would have the inevitable where like Raul would call me up and say, hey, dude, we're going on a mission. You want to join us? I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, God. And then I'd log in and find out they're like 10 levels ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they sidekick me, which would boost my level up enough that I could kind of hang with them. But man, <laughs> I was just dying the, the left way and right. All these phrases and, and words that just make it so socially awkward. Yeah. Sidekick me and... Hey, Jeff, come uh, in and play Robin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll raise you up just enough to hang with us. <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it would. That's what it, it was. It, yeah. it would put you like one level below the person uh-huh. that sidekicked you. Oh god! So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, and and the and they would always go against like a group of villains that were at least a couple of levels ahead of them. So obviously, I'm at a way big disadvantage, and I'm just dying left and right. So I'm either having to be re- resurrected or I'm having to, you know, respawn at my base or whatever it was, and then I'd have to run to catch up with the group. It mm-hmm. was ju- it was a nightmare. The best thing about yeah. that game 
was character creation. Yeah. Making a bunch of crazy characters, making Skeletor, making Ronald McDonald, making whoever. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the best part of that game. The gameplay, eh. It's funny. I, I played a lot of uh, Soul Calibur, but I really enjoyed going and making your custom characters a lot. Todd does that. Yeah. He makes the ugliest characters he does. ever. He has oh. a skill. He has a skill for just making it absolutely. Oh yeah. He makes monsters. Yeah. Fucking it, monsters. Yeah. God, what was the one in uh Saints Row 4? He made the most <laughs> hideous thing. It's barely registered as human. <laughs> well, he also had that that intense goofball, whatever fucking looking dude in the one baseball game yes. that he showed us at one time. Oh my god, that guy looked like a full on cartoon. It was like, <laughs> I I remember when um, he was doing the character creations. I'd I'd be in my room and I'd just hear this, <laughs> just this endless <laughs> giggle. I come out, and I'm like, you got to see this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Show me the character. Oh my god. And just like, oh my god, here we go again. Fallout Four was like that. They had that crazy character creation thing, mm-hmm. and you could yep. you could really screw with your face. That was fun. Oh, Jesus, something there where you have a nose slider or something, just cheek slider. You end up just like in the middle. First, you always you always end up trying to make yourself, but I, I it's so hard to make yourself. Yeah, it really is. God. The, the only good one was. Um, Oh my God! I'm totally blanking out on the name of it. Uh, Rainbow Six Vegas Two, I think it was. And at that particular point in time, you had a camera, and it would take a, a front picture and a side picture of you, and it would map it on mm. the character. <laughs> and I got a really good mapping. So on the occasions that I would take cover, I would literally see my face on the character, and it looked. So surreal. Mm. It was just crazy. That's what you want. You just want to go in there. I weren't right people out. like taking pictures of their butts? Something like that. Of course. The, well, there, there always is. They're all, it's so funny because they keep coming up with this cool stuff, and then there's always someone that makes the corporates like, oh, wow, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they just, ended up putting <clears throat> some kind of filters in that would look for certain patterns. That uh, And imagine if, you're, if your face actually does look like a butt, and it's rejecting you because it just doesn't believe that that's, <laughs> that's you. Well, it's just hard <clears throat> being Torgo. <laughs> fuck tell you? I mean, sometimes you're just an ass <clears throat> face, you know? Oh, yeah. uh, man. Um, well, in in um, going back to movies, because mm-hmm. actually we're going to be getting uh, Disney's new Haunted Mansion. Yes. And, and trailers have been dropping. I've been avoiding trailers. It's yeah, one of the do. reasons why I haven't really talked about anything like that. Because there's, there's a, apparently an interesting... Uh, uh, there's something interesting about Homelander and The Boys 4... Yeah, I I I'd actually f- so fallen out. I need to get back into watching that because I've so fallen out. I didn't even know we're approaching four. Yeah, and uh, we've got Disney's haunted mansion and what little pictures I've seen is like, oh, that actually looks like that might be something cool. It's, it does look like it might be pretty good. It looks like it's redeeming itself after the Eddie Murphy. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So and then there's also the Nun two. This is a Conjuring universe yep. Uh, thing. Yep. I'm um, and a exorcist. 
That's the one Mimi. I know the least about. It's yeah. it's like a pseudo reboot. Yeah. Exorcist I, I Believer. Know. That one and that one is actually in October. That's the other thing that's getting me is so many of these movies. They're just like I mean, like the Haunted Mansion one's August. Disney's just like fuck it. We're not we're not even yeah. going to try for that that kind of thing. I don't know. I I kind of look forward to some of that. I. I really hope this next paycheck comes in nice because I'd really like to go see a movie in a theater again. I just, I haven't been able to do that unless I <clears throat> had like a gift card. Discount so, Tuesdays. Yeah, well, there is that and I can actually, I could actually do Tuesdays. So, but uh, yeah, it's just, I do want to get back into the theater because yeah. I, I miss actually. I, I will <laughs> say, if you're going to see The Flash, see it in the theater. I want to see The Flash in the theater. Yeah. I really would like to see Guardians in the theater. And oh, you uh, haven't seen Guardians I yet? I have not seen Guardians wow. yet. Wow, uh, that's a good yeah, one. No, dude, that this is this is the money issue right now because mm. I want to see Guardians. Um, make, I Make Andy, Andy take you when he you gets know, back. The Spider-Verse. Yes, that's a, um, that's those one. those yeah, I haven't seen that those either. are fabulous. The, the, those that Fort, first movie was amaze balls. Yes. and I want to see that second one. Fortunately, there's some good TV coming out this week tomorrow. We're recording this on June 14th, June 15th. Strange New World drops. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know? yeah and Star, then the, the Star Trek continuation, the season two, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. And uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion comes out on June 21st. I have a, I have this written down in my phone, so I know what I should be yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, Ahsoka's on August 31st. The What If on July 20th. Uh, what If? Good there, Omens is on Amazon on July 28th. What is this What If? Uh, is this like a season two? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit balls. Yeah. I totally I totally missed the boat on that. I have seen, once again, avoiding trailers, I've seen a lot of stuff about Nick Fury and Secret Invasion uh, coming up. Well, that's so, all I really got from the trailers. Yeah. There's a Secret Invasion. There's scrolls. Mm -hmm. Nick Fury's there. He looks tired and angry. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. That, I mean, all I've gleaned is that there's a... It's not all the scrolls, but there's a growing... Group of there's a contingent, that, yeah. yeah, that are dissatisfied with well, um, the way things are being handled, and it's a secret. And, there's an invasion, and they don't yeah. they don't believe that that Nick Fury and Captain Marvel are actually trying to find them a world to live on. So they decide, well, we're already here. Let's take this planet. Yeah, really. That's that's the impression I get what, from the trailer. I watched. what's his name is back as uh, the the friendly skull. Yes, scroll, nice guy. Yeah. So that I'm actually that that I and I I had I don't know where I was I might maybe I'm getting old and I'm forgetting stuff because I'd forgot Get that it. that was going to be TV yeah <clears throat> so oh no we see, we see when Deb and I watch TV when we sit down you know get some dinner and we're like all right let's watch TV what do you want to watch I don't know what do you want to watch I don't know oh, I yeah. hate that yeah I hate that conversation so we yeah, have I, a list of here's these, a list these are the things we're watching. These are the things that are, are are coming out soon. Do you number them and then just roll a D20 and say, okay, of the 20 things that we uh, have on our list, nope. this is the one we're going to watch? You nope. know, that, really? It's funny. That shit doesn't even work with me because nope. I've had paralysis. I've literally like sat across from my DVDs or Blu-ray collection for 45 minutes. And it's like, you know what? I've sat here for so long, I don't have time to watch something now. Yeah. And, you know, I'll wash dishes and go to bed. <laughs> and I'll do that when I'm scrolling through streaming and stuff. It's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I go through paralysis and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. like when I'm at work, I want something on the other screen. Does it, do I want to listen to some music or do I want to watch something? And it's like, 
And then before you know it, it's like, okay, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. Right. I need to get back to work. I'll just put some music on yeah. and be done with it. And, and then Jeff comes in and is like, dude, don't you have to go to work tomorrow morning? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that paralysis will sometimes get me. It's just, know, just there's nothing stands out as I absolutely want to watch this. Nothing's that strong, which is why the things that are strong, I like to know when they're coming. Yeah, you know, like the new Ahsoka, new Strange, Strange New, new Worlds. Worlds. I'm right. really right, looking right. forward to because uh, as of this recording, it'll launch at midnight tonight. So mm. people like myself that are night owls can watch it before we go to bed. Strange well, Dev's not getting back till Friday, so, so I can't watch it. So you won't watch good. it till Friday. That's fine. So Actually, I actually probably won't even watch it on Friday. So, so uh, how soon is the crossover? Does that happen? Probably um, not right away. They haven't talked about when the, yeah. the actual because I've seen a still. Numbers. Yes. I've seen of still of the great. live action, and it's just like, oh my god, this! I just want this so bad. There's, there's I, I love both these series, and they're doing this. It's the great. last trailer they dropped, there is a little bit of dialogue exchange, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Spock says, "Live long and prosper, Mister Boimler." And Boimler, like, he's like, he's like, uh, I, yeah, you, uh, and he just completely. <laughs> Pulls a Boimler, oh and it's God. just awesome. Pulls a Boimler. But well, we haven't heard uh, uh, Tony Newsom say anything yet, so maybe they're She's, saving that. They're, 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 I have to give them credit. Both her and Jack Quaid are, are really keeping everything yeah. under wraps. They're, well, that's the thing I like, they're too. getting asked about it in interviews, and they're sure. doing their best to tiptoe around uh, yeah. the question and only answer what they can. And definitely trying to keep it under wraps so that you can be surprised when you see it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I um, I've seen I saw a couple bits and pieces for Ahsoka already. So that looks like that's going to be oh, yeah. soon. I think I think it'll be good. That's some Jedi goodness and shit happening there. I I gotta buy more lightsabers for my wall. <laughs> I'm gonna go broke. <laughs> Our own personal gen, uh, General Grievous, uh, Jeff. <laughs> Actually, it makes total sense. No. Yeah. yeah, at some point, he'll literally have them in a trench coat mm-hmm. instead of on his wall. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, look, yeah. I have more lightsabers. Barry's big leather coat, and he just opens up, and it's just I just need two more arms <laughs> and a cough. Well, you know, cough. With all those candy cigarettes, you're just... I can quit anytime yeah. I want. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. You're going to... So... Yeah. I didn't even bring any to Houston, but I ended up getting some. It was great. Thank you, Diggs. <sighs> you people. What's what? wrong with you people <laughs> out there giving him that shit? No, see, my thing... It's not my thing. It was a kind of a running joke, but yeah, now no, I just it, have it's your them. thing now, so dude. You've I sh- got. I should have made my thing steaks and fine wine. Oh so shit! So people could give me a, a like a nice medium rare ribeye with a with yeah. a nice cap. Salad. I should have made my thing supermodel hotties who like fat old nerd guys. And instead, Barry, your thing is candy cigarettes and sandwiches. Yeah, and mine is poverty, oh. and just being a fat old nerd guy. Wow! <laughs> Queen, eat, stop eating shit. Eat some celery. No, I, I, I'm. That's coming. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It. Uh, I've investigated stuff on my insurance and stuff, so I can uh, do like programs. Huh. Not eating programs, but the thing when I lost a major amount of weight way back in 2011, I lost 60 pounds. I was 250, and I got down to 190. Wow. I joined Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. I didn't do their point system, but going in every week 
and just talking and listening. Dude, you know, few things will inspire you to eat right than hearing all of these these poor, overweight, middle-aged mothers and wives talking about how their families don't give a flying fuck, right? And so they have no support at home, and they're having a, such a hard time. And it was really weird. Just like going, th- going through that with them really helped me for seven months just totally eat it right. And I watched the calories, and I did everything, everything, uh, well, mostly everything diet-wise right. Now I'm just, I'm in, I'm just in full-on fuck-it mode. You know, I had pizza like twice last week and wow. it's, you know and 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 i stopped at mcdonald's the other day because i was just like oh, i just want to on the way home i'm gonna munch on cheeseburgers yeah you know i i wanted that yesterday too when i was driving home from the airport and i was like uh, i should mm-hmm. not do this yeah no and you know i, I it won i it did not win out i got home i yeah. had some water and went to fucking bed yeah no not <laughs> me it always wins so so I got to work on that because I've been in fuck it mode for way too long and I just can't <sighs> And also, you know, losing weight, that's going to that's that'll probably help with like the blood pressure and stuff and so there's a bunch of things I need to do, so. Yeah, beat the stereotype of the geek, you know? Yeah. Don't 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 <laughs> yeah, be it's hard comic to book beat guy. the stereotype of the, is, I, I'm, the, the pudgy or the overweight nerd that is just not as healthy as they should be. <laughs> it's, yeah. hard, yeah. it's hard to it's, break that. Hey, cycle. I know it's difficult because my job is sedentary. Most nerds' jobs are sedentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are an ex- I'm, you're I'm exception. Yeah. You're active. Well, he's and he's also Midwest Velt. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I got I got I got the few extra pounds hanging on me. I'm not going to lie. But you're on I'm, your feet all the time. I am on my feet, you know, 8 uh, to 10 hours a Jesus day Christ, running man. around in circles. But so. it's what we do when we're sitting there watching all these movies and what playing these video games and reading yeah. their shit. Yeah. The, pick something up and put it down again. Yep. You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Like, well, I started when when I got like big d- uploads or downloads to wait for. I'll pick up a weight and put it down. Yeah. Something. Well, it's also it it's also just the eating because I'm a binger, man. I'll buy that I'll buy that 14 inch pizza, and I'll destroy it all by myself. Well, I can understand. Wow. You that. know, and and then afterward, and then you know, like an hour later, I'm like. Mm-hmm. What else can I have? And it's yeah, just like, good know. lord, man! I'll stare you into know? the fridge when I'm bored. Exactly, that's not good. Biggs was talking about that, the wrestling with the whole. He 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 sit there and say, "God damn it, I'm not hungry. I'm bored." Yes, yep. or you're thirsty. Just have some water. Yeah, yeah. Now, what helps? Plan out your meals. Mm-hmm. Do a plan day on Sunday portion them out da, 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 a little bit of green a little bit of this a little, Dude, little bit of meat yeah. and then you'll be fine that, and it'll save you money that that was the thing that i did when i had the weight loss because what i did is i did measure calories and i had set calorie days and i actually would vary my calories kind of like on a on a spike and drop so i i literally would do a thousand calories for three days then go into 1500 then go to 2000 and then my cheat day which was technically whatever I wanted. Eventually, my stomach shrunk, and it wasn't much over two thousand. Yeah. But it was it was enough that there was a lot of food there. 
because the next day I would drop back down to the 1,000 calories a day, but I'm still carrying over. And that averaged 1,500 calories a day, and that was what did the weight loss. You'll, you'll, you'll resonate with this. Just like writing, you need to develop a habit. Yeah. You know, you need to develop just a little, just a Good little habits. bit of discipline. Well, yeah, because right now the habit is, oh, I think I'll go to Smith's and buy a bag of Tostito scoops, <laughs> and then I'll get two bags of the shredded taco mix cheese, and then I'm going to make a nice big pile, layer upon layer of cheese, and then that sounds really microwave good, it, and then I'm going to pour out the two jars of microwave, the... Microwave it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have time for this oven shit. Get a toaster oven. Oh, fuck. Dude. Toaster, toaster oven. oven? That's too small. Oh, no. You're you roast the... To- okay. Why are we even talking about this? <laughs> Shouldn't even fucking be doing it. Now, see, Deb and I's problem... way off track here. Deb and I's problem is not is not eating unhealthy because we do eat healthy. I put a lot of vegetables and stuff. Right. And, and I have the discipline to do that. We like the sauce. Mm-hmm. We like, we like, like drinking. Sauce. I like it sauce. Oh, sauce yeah, is yeah. good. The OH. It's yeah. like, okay, I'll have a, uh, like a garden pasta. Fuck, I made myself a garden pasta before I got here. I was late. Sorry. Uh, I made some, put some peppers and some, some mushrooms in there and it made a night and I didn't even put any meat. Mm-hmm. I had a nice little vegetarian thing and I had water with it. Mm. Now, most days, we will crack a bottle of wine. Yeah. You know? Or we will chase fin- that salad with scotch. Yes. <laughs> scotch, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But the wine, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And I can drink a half a bottle of red wine, no big deal. <laughs> I can drink a bottle of red I wine. I can drink I two drink bottles a- of your wine. Yes. We've <laughs> drank in bottles, like two bottles each <laughs> together. Lot and then I turn around, and I'm like, where the fuck is all my wine? <laughs> oh, we drank it all. Wee! Uh, that was a good game night, though. Yeah. It is. But they're delicious. Yeah, you know, and fuck, the, I want some wine. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just well, I I inherited a, a shit ton of fucking tequila from Francine and Jerry. Yeah, because they had tequila in storage for other people who liked tequila. They didn't. So when they're ready to move, they're like, "Oh, we got this Reposado, we got this, this and that." And I'm like, "I got this ton of tequila." Well, you just gonna go buy a bottle of Cointreau, or, or I actually went out and bought some, some mix and whoa, 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 uh-oh. whoa, oh shit, hold the fucking phone. Oh god, Jeff, what did you buy? Strawberry margarita mix, dude. <laughs> Wow. Okay, if you like frozen margaritas, fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault you for liking frozen. Oh margaritas. no, because you gotta put but it in a blender and you bring. Yeah, strawberry. strawberry. Well, what what, what what was I gonna get? You're gonna get a lime. Oh, You're God. gonna get curacao or something, you know, which is like Grand Marnier or fucking whatever. God, what are all these farms? Maybe words? you're gonna get agave. I like a little agave <laughs> sweetener in it. And then you're gonna make yourself a proper goddamn margarita, Wait, one that will make me proud. This is, but you gotta mix and you gotta measure. Mi- no, you're not gonna measure. You just look at the thing and you just. Well, okay, you measure a little bit. Yes. Yeah, see, <laughs> see. Buy a jigger. And cheap. I got jiggers. It's a. It's you're complicating things. Oh my god! After put, the show, I put the strawberry mixer over the ice and then I just pour in some tequila until I'm like, yeah, you, okay. Do you drink like you're twenty? Yeah. After this show, we're going to have the, the Barry podcast. It's going to have the listener of one. It's going to be you. And oh. we're going we're gonna to talk about your Folks, he's making... Yeah. At, right after he lectured me about weight. If you're going <laughs> to drink, fine. Do it right. I get it. Do it properly. 
exercise a little to work off the, the margarita. Oh hey, my let me tell what? you something. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to quit drinking because I like it. Yeah. I, I, I can, I'll quit candy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wow. be fine. I quit anytime. Yeah. But I'm not quitting drinking. So I'll lift a few more weights so I can make up for That's it. That's a lot of weights. Weight loss is like 80% consumption and only 20% burning. Well, I don't drink every day, and sometimes I'll just have something light, like a like a mule. Right. You know? Uh, what? Oh, Moscow yeah. mule. Oh, Moscow mule. No, not like a whole mule. I was just like, wow. Can you eat a mule? Uh, I suppose. I suppose a game is scarce. You can eat anything. Yeah, it's true. just, will it work? <laughs> What's your mule? <laughs> Write to us. Comments at geekshockpodcast.com. And uh, we want to thank our Kofi uh, members. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, these people wouldn't come over and visit me if it wasn't for you guys supporting the show. So. I might come over to beat you over the head with some celery. Uh. And thank you, King Vault, for your one-off. Another one vault, another one off from King Vault. Thank you so and much. He's active on the fitness channel too of uh, oh, I, of our yeah, Discord. Yeah, him and Justin. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're they're pumping out the tons of uh, posts. That's and, good. And, 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 Apparently, you guys are into fitness. Fitness, fitness is in, in, my in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Setting them up. And we also want to thank you, dear listeners. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to uh, put up with our wild shenanigans for all these years. And I like our shenanigans. Shenanigans that run the gambit. Really wild shoes. I loved I loved how, how Andy actually chimed in like a week later. <laughs> Guys, it's not gambit. And it's like, yeah, well We knew that going in. Yeah, that, that was that was we just let it go. That's why we were doing the jokes. What yeah. <laughs> hello? <laughs> I Is know, I know. He's been a little distracted, but yes. still. Yeah, he's 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 just ready to get back on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, soon, and actually, it will be soon. So very soon. Yeah, alarmingly soon. Alarmingly, <laughs> we soon. better put the plastic down on the floor. Oh my god! Oh, yes. Wow. Well, yeah. That I is... need to get rid of this carpet and just put in no uh, disposable leave... tile. I mean, sippy cup. Leave leave the carpet that way. You can just <laughs> it soaks up. Tear it all. <laughs> tear it all out in one in one shot, and then uh, replace it with like Sorry. a laminate or something. <laughs> Waterproof laminate. Hey, we... hey, look! I just looked to the right. I see weights. Oh yeah, you yes. can lift those. Yes, and I then can. you can put them down. Um, uh, yeah, there's there's like a good twenty calories burned, uh, Jeffrey. How yeah. about it? Do it while you're drinking. Oh God, I am. I'm lifting the drink. And you know what? Making a proper margarita—that's uh, exercise because uh, you got to shake the shit out of it. Oh jeez. So until next week, <laughs> I am '80s Jeff. Strawberry mixer K. Of course you are. <laughs> And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Oh, my God. If you're going to steal it, steal it big. That went so off the rails towards the end there. What are you talking about? Todd's just going to be like, what the fuck were you guys doing? Yes, but that's when it's fun. Yeah. When it goes off the rails. That's you don't have to hear about it. That's right. We're we're the famous Vlarg. The famous K. The famous 80s. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) 